Hey guys, welcome back to Lunch Plus here on the broadcast. We're super excited to have you. And Pastor Nicole's back today. And I'm cutting up, so <laughs> I was not ready to go live because I can't see the screen. So I'm just over here having fun with myself. <laughs> I only knew because the little red thing lit up. And, and after Rachel told us that we were talking too much, I started paying attention. <laughs> we were having very serious conversations we about Holy Spirit or about God being three in one. We were. We it's were. not what we're talking about today, but it's what we were talking about. <laughs> And we're just super excited to have you on with us. Thank you for joining. Uh, put in the comments, just tell us hello. Tell us where you're watching from today so that way we can say hello to you. Because if you don't comment, we can't always tell you're watching. So we want to be able to interact with you. And right now, we want to let you know about the awesome episode that we have in store for you today. Right now, it is family chat time. But at noon, the start of our segments for Lunch Plus, at noon, we have the Watermelon Challenge. This is what I was teasing you guys about yesterday. Buddy, watermelon, cards. That's all I'm telling you. You'll have to watch it and find out. Then after that, we go right into what's good with Abby. It's our first Yay. what's good of the week. And Abigail is just lovely and wonderful. And find out what's good. Plus, we're likely going to have a special guest during what's good, too. It's just, it's just such a good day. After what's good, we're going to have a couple minutes of confessions and follow that up with dad jokes. And on dad jokes... We have special guests there as well. We have Paul Stallings versus Jade Stallings. Who's going to win? You're going to have to find out on today's broadcast. And then, what's the word? Bum -ba -dum. So that's what's up today. Priscilla says that she's watching from her room, sorting laundry, and getting my what's right on. Holly says, hello. Hey, Miss Tracy. It's good to see you. Hey, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good day. It is a good day. I'm excited you're on. Thanks. I'm excited to be on. We don't always talk like this. Like, we'll stop. <laughs> Getting the two of us together, we may get something accomplished today. You never know when the two of us are together. This what. is true. We really do. Love God. Jump in. Well, we <laughs> obviously do that. We really do jump in with good intentions. I think about, there's a little fly thing. What are you doing? <laughs> there's a little I see things. Lord, is that you? Elizabeth, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I was sitting here singing in my head, Randy Travis. <laughs> He's got a song that says, Mama, my intentions were the best. We have great intentions. It's just the whole implementation sometimes works, and sometimes you just never know. Oh, my gracious. So welcome to Fun Friday, where the whole broadcast will be a surprise to us all. <laughs> But right now, it's family chat where we want to hear from you. Question number one of the day. I don't know why I'm clapping so much, but I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ew. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? Yeah. Spaghetti hair. Spaghetti hair without question. Yep, for sure. Yeah. There are people Ugh. that like, have you ever seen... I'm not thinking dreadlocks, but they're like um, box braids. People have box braids, and they're like nice and thick, and obviously they're way prettier than spaghetti. But there's ways that you can style your hair where you can just like turban that thing up, and it would be great. I don't want to sweat and stick while I'm sweating. You lost me at box braids. I don't know what those are. I'll show you pictures. They're really pretty. Is that like the chick in that we watched in Fast and the Furious 8? I've with never the... watched Fast and Furious 8. Ugh. 
you have to love me. We're on camera. <laughs> do you have to love me? She's my child. I adopted her. <laughs> this is true. I have a certificate. Rachel <laughs> says spaghetti hair. Holly says spaghetti hair. Tracy yes. says spaghetti hair. Yeah, Maple, so I don't like sweating as it is. Like yesterday, we went uh, to Morrill Mountain, and we get up to the top. It wasn't even that hot out, but we were outside like 15 minutes, and the entire front of my shirt, like, it was gross. Like, I grossed myself out. I don't like sweating, so I would not be pleased with, like, not only is can people tell, but then it sticks to you. Yes. Ugh. No. That's gross. No. Uh, Prilla says spaghetti hair. By the way, I love spaghetti. I guess this would also determine, like, do you have the sauce of the spaghetti, or is it plain noodles? I don't know. I dated a guy one time who hated tomato sauce. Obviously not my husband. Clearly. Because, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> he did not like tomatoes in any way, shape, or form, so he would use maple syrup or pancake syrup. Was he Buddy? You dated Buddy the Elf. I did not date Buddy <gasps> the Elf. Nope. <laughs> but he absolutely used, like, I can tell you, Buddy the Elf is not the first person I met that did this. I've not met Buddy the Elf in person, but, you know. <laughs> Every Christmas on our TV. <laughs> I do love Buddy the Elf. Brittany Presley does, too. It's one of her favorite Christmas movies. I really hope that you're amused with this sense of humor, because it's going to be coming at you a lot today. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> Would you rather have a never-ending food fight or water balloon fight taking place in your town or city? Oh, water balloon. 100%. Easy. Water balloon because then I don't get sticky yes. and yucky and gross. Yes. And, I mean, if I sweat, the water washes it right off. So, water balloon. I'm, I would just think of it like a really intense rainfall with, yes. like, big pieces of hail. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's it. I, although I do think it would be really fun to, walk, like, drive down the street and then all of a sudden your car is, like, covered in pudding. Like, <laughs> kapow, 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 lasagna, kapow, like salad. I think that'd be entertaining to watch. I wouldn't want to touch it. But imagine yeah. the scent of your city. Ugh. Like, they'd have to clean. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. The smell would mm -mm. be horrid, especially down here in the summer when everything is, like, hotter than Hades. About, you know, July, August, that stuff would be gross. Truth. Nope. A water balloon. So far, everybody is water balloon. Tracy, Holly, Rachel, Prilla, and Johnny are all water balloons. So are smart. When I read this question, because these are all submitted by the one and only Serena Crabtree, um, I thought of in college, we played a game and throughout our whole building, and I think it was called Assassin, and basically like you were given somebody in your dorm building's name, mm -hmm. and you didn't know them, but you had to find them and hunt them down with like a sock or something, like throw something at them. And if you hit them, oh. you got their name. And so it's like whittle, but it was campus wide. So multi-campuses, people are just ducking around corners and like sneaking <laughs> into their classrooms in the middle of lectures and like throwing socks at people. It was amazing. <laughs> and it really helped you get to know your fellow man. So, you know. Or gave you PTSD. No, these were these were eighteen year olds that no, this they're fine. Traumatizing. They're, it's like you never know who's coming at you. That's true. It just made you run really fast to your next class. <laughs> Can you imagine some guy and girl like 
they got the hots for each other. They're flirting. <laughs> they just mustered up the courage to talk to each other the first time, and then whap, a sock right upside the head. That would be hilarious. On the outside looking in, I would roll hysterically, but oh, I don't yeah. know that I'd want to participate. No, we played it. My friend Desi and I played it. Um, I actually played it at multiple colleges, the ones that I went to, because I brought it to my second one. And Desi and I hid in our dorm room, like in the closets. <laughs> and we'd wait until the wee hours of the morning and go run to our building. Like it was, we were intense. Okay, next question. <laughs> question number three. <laughs> Would you rather live in a cave or in a tree house? Hmm. You can pick wherever your cave is. You can, you can pick. I'd want a cave because <laughs> a lot of times there are waterfalls in the caves, and I really love water. Hmm. Like rivers, streams, creeks, oceans, all of it. So I'd have a cave with a waterfall inside. And you wouldn't have to climb up and down, and you'd be protected from the elements better. So cave. I, I think it depends on who makes the treehouse. I live in a Pastor Brian treehouse. <laughs> Our treehouse is pretty rocking. <laughs> Tracy says treehouse. Cindy says treehouse. Holly says cave because she won't get rained on. Prilla says treehouse. Johnny says cave. Johnny sent a gif of a cave. <laughs> Did you find a gif of a cave? Look at you. Um, yeah, I, I don't like the idea of caves because what if there's something living in them? And all of a sudden it's nighttime and then and a snake crawls up like or we de-snake it i don't know i don't know I, i'm gonna have a cave compound mm -mm. <laughs> i i think i'm leaving treehouse i think i'm leaning treehouse um you do realize snakes climb trees right not in the forest i live in <laughs> <laughs> not in the cave i live in <laughs> i can run straight out faster than i can climb down <laughs> I'll just share the treehouse with Luke and he can shoot it with his Nerf guns. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> Would you rather have a completely automated house or have a self-driving car? A completely automated house. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm kind of anti-AI. I realize that's probably like, you know, you're old school. Yes, I am. Because, again, <laughs> if you've seen any of these AI movies, they come back to kill you. It's true. And if you'd seen Fast and the Furious, unlike Barrett's, you would know that the self-driving cars can be used by the terrorists. It's true. You can't do that with a good old 2006 GMC Envoy. Now, here's the thing. I understand those of you that are in favor of self-driving cars can also make the argument that the terrorists could then hack into your house. I understand that because Abby and I had this conversation as well when I was on this <laughs> side. I do get it, but think, think of the laundry that your house could do for you, of the vacuuming that your house could do yeah. for you, of the dishes that your house could do for you. I mean, if I were forced to have one, I would definitely say automatic house. For sure over self-driving car for sure pastor would say self-driving car because then he could get a lot done while he's traveling <laughs> he travels more than me my travel is pretty much 15 minutes to work 15 minutes to yeah. counseling or whatever yeah and then home so yeah pastor would probably say self-driving car but i do say automatic house because of what holly says and barrett says yeah for sure i 
not all cars are Bumblebee from Transformers. That's like the exception. And I just got Luke's attention in the back of the room because I said <laughs> Bumblebee. Well, guys, we thank you for being on Family Chat. We are going to hop into our broadcast of the day. I'll see you back here in 30 seconds. We're going to go over the table of contents again. And then you're going to see the watermelon challenge for yourself. It's a great one. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the broadcast. If you haven't done it already, please go ahead and share today's broadcast because we have a great episode in store for you. Right now, as soon as I finish talking, we are going to hop into our watermelon challenge and that features Buddy, a watermelon, a set of playing cards, and you're gonna have to find out what happens. It's a great one. Right after that, we're gonna go into what's good with Abby. Find out what good things have been happening this week in the world, in our church. And if you have something good that has happened to you, we wanna hear about it. Go to the what's right.com website and submit what's been happening with you. We'd love to share it on air. Then we're gonna have a couple minutes of confessions followed up by our segment, Dad Jokes. And on Dad Jokes, we have special guests, Paul Stallings and Jade Stallings, and they have the showdown of a lifetime. Who's gonna win? You're gonna have to find out. And then after that, we have What's the Word? And we're gonna be talking about prayer. It's gonna be such a great time. If you haven't done it yet, please comment. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hello to you and share the broadcast because it really is going to be a really powerful day. We've got lots of fun stuff in store for you. But right now, it is time for the Watermelon Challenge. What do you think it's gonna be about? Go ahead and put it in the comments right now, your guesses as to what's gonna happen. And buckle up, it's gonna be great. Hey guys, welcome to this session of Minute to Win It. Every second counts, and we're really excited about this, uh, this session because, man, like, if you like throwing playing cards, which is like maybe 1% of the population, this game is for you. All right, we have three contestants, but here's how this game's gonna work. Uh, what we have right behind me is we have this beautiful half a watermelon that's being held up by a, a plastic fork because gravity. And what we're going to do is we're going to have our contestants try and throw. Oh, man, look at that. God is faithful. Um, th try and throw. Hopefully it won't be that easy for you guys. Try and throw the, uh, the playing card into the watermelon. Now, here's the trick of this game. If you don't know how to throw playing cards, this will be fun. Um, but we've, we've moved it a little bit closer uh, to give our contestants a chance. But I'm excited because we have three contestants today, and I want you to give it up for our contestants. First up, we have Kevin Nowicki. 
Welcome, Kevin. He's a little excited. <laughs> and we also yeah. have our special guest, Jade Stallings. I like the excitement. And then after Jade, we have Abby Wright. Yeah. <laughs> and I know there's a blessing on the Wright family, uh, you know, to win. There is. Minute to win a game. There is. So hopefully that goes down generations, right? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So we're going to actually have Abby go first. All right? Oh. <laughs> I'm just putting you on the spot here. So if you guys will kindly get off of my, get my out. scene. Get out. Right? <laughs> Uh, Abby's gonna go first. I'm gonna hand you these cards. We have our wonderful content, uh, our wonderful stagehands that are gonna help us collect all these wild throwing cards. Wait, do you want me to show you guys how to throw the cards first? Yes, because yes, I have please. no idea. Yeah, for those of you now, I just want to give them at least a little bit of a chance. And if you are very curious on how to throw a playing card, um, I'm gonna give you the most generic and basic tutorial. What you want to do is like, like you're cutting scissors or something like that. Um, you want to put your fingers like parallel on the top of the playing card. And then when you throw it, you want to flick it, kind of like, kind of like you're throwing a Frisbee a little bit. You know, that's kind of how you want to do it. And, oh, I almost, got it. <laughs> I almost got it again. All right, so that's technically how you do it. It does take practice, and this is our, our contestants' opportunity to practice. So we're going to give Abby a shot. And if you want to, no, if you, whether you want to or not, put in the <laughs> comments. Who you think is going to win? You think it's going to be Kevin? You think it's going to be Jade? Or do you think it's going to be Abby? This is going to be so much fun, and I'm going to try not to get hit by wild throwing. Everybody cards, out there, right? you spell Kevin. K-E-V-I-N. <laughs> All right. If, if you want to spell Kevin, it's K-E-V-O-N. All right. <laughs> All right, Abby, are, do you have right. confidence in yourself? Um... Yes. That Atta was girl. the most confident yes. I've ever heard. That a girl. Abby B. All right. Well, I'm going to pull <laughs> up our timer. You got 60 seconds to get uh, the playing card into the watermelon. I'm On ready. your mark, get set, go. Whoa, that nice was violent. Throw, Abby. Look at Whoa. that. Oh, she's kind of got it Whoa. down. Whoa. All right. How well do you... done. Ooh. Ooh. If I throw all 52 Ooh. and there's still seconds left. You just lose. <laughs> you got 52 throws. All right, you got 40 seconds left. Come on, Abby. Ooh, that was. Sad. That, that you was got one on the really table. Cool. That that's pretty good. All right, Ooh. I have faith in you. Ooh, oh, cool. you hit it. You hit me. All right, you got 30 seconds left. 30 seconds. It can happen. It can happen. Just you just gotta believe in yourself. You just have to believe. <laughs> How much time? <laughs> you, I like that. How much time? You got 15 seconds left. Oh, that was close. You almost hit it. Oh, come on, Abby. Come oh, on, Abby. Come you're on. getting so good. You're, see, <laughs> practice I'll hand that one to oh, you out oh, of generosity. Oh, oh that on. one hit me. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, that hit me. Oh. All right, you're out of time. <laughs> All right. Well, as, as my helpers are picking up, Literally all of these. You did pretty well. I feel like that was a workout. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. That, that's why we do minutes to win at games is because yeah. we like to encourage all of our viewers to get physical, to get <laughs> moving, to get up out of your off, off your quarantine couch and get get going. Yeah. Right? Hallelujah. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. I'm just literally stalling while they're picking up all these cards. I think I'm doing a pretty good job though. I'm doing a pretty good job. Well, next up, we're going to have Jade. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. We, we're going to have Jade. All right. Thank All you right. so much. 
Okay. You guys did such a great job. Jada, do you have confidence in yourself? Yes. You want to step yes. one step forward? I have never thrown a card in my life. Well, this so is going to be gonna fun. Be so fun. Great. Oh, there's more. Woohoo! But wait, there's more. All right. And I feel like I got a little technique from Abby with the leg. There you go. I think the leg really made a difference <laughs> that, for you. Yeah, I think you, I think it did. So you know what that's what I'm going with. Is, is the grunt also helps. Huh, huh. I mean, if, if it works in tennis, <laughs> if it works in tennis, it'll work. All right. In I am ready. All right. Let's On do your this. mark. Get set. Go. No, no grunt, Jade. No grunt. Ah! Oh. Yeah, forget the leg thing. No, the leg thing wasn't working. <laughs> it wasn't working. Where's the grunt? I oh. haven't heard the grunt. I should... ah! Oh. Damn. Yeah. Honestly, you're doing very well. Ah! You got ah! 15 seconds. Boom. Look at that. And she <laughs> threw all the cards on the floor. She just spiked the cards. And then the stagehands go, oh, come on. Well done, though. Yes. You, you did it. Woo! Well done. <laughs> All right. Well, Beat that, Kevin. Kevin's got to be 15 seconds. Kevin, come on over here. Oh, my word. The gauntlet has been thrown down <laughs> right next to the cards. Wow. <laughs> the Stallings are competitors. That, <laughs> right? Paul, Paul just said the Stallings are competitors. Oh, wow. my well word. Well done. There's a watermelon seed on my hand. All right, I'm going to hand that to you, and then I'm going to hand these to you. Do you think you can beat 15 seconds, Kevin? You know what? Normally, I would say yes, but I don't know. That was impressive. Well, to be honest, out of all the people that have participated in this today, you've had the most practice. Okay, so, so. what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> my point is you've had the most practice. Yes, <laughs> That's yes, my I point. Have. Yes, I have. I should be able to do this. All right. Praise God. All right, you got 60 seconds, Kevin. Do you, do you have confidence in yourself? I do have confidence in myself. All right, I have confidence in you. I believe in you. Put, put it in the comments. Do you think Kevin's going to be able to beat 15 seconds? Fi all you need to be 15 seconds. Or you can just get it in 60 seconds and just have that, that confidence that, hey, you did it. Right. Jay, right? show me the leg thing one more time. Okay, got <laughs> it. It goes like that. That all I right. won't do. Okay. All right. On your mark, Kevin. Get set, Kevin. Go, Kevin. Ooh, that was a pretty solid throw right there. Look at that. I, honestly, you have, you have a pretty decent technique. All right. You, ten I seconds lost. in. Oh. Ooh, all right. You did not beat the 50 seconds. Okay. Pause, pause, pause. You got it in 20 seconds. I'm, I'm pausing it. Now, it stuck in, and then it came right back at it. But it was stuck in for stick a second Because right there. now, that's Look, just, it's just suction to the sticky. You know what? Oh. Okay, I would just, if you did not see that, but Kevin literally threw a card at Paul from like, that's like, what, 20 feet? <laughs> and nailed him. I repent. And he <laughs> but the thing is, the funny thing is, you hit him from 20 feet, but you can't hit this at 5 feet. Could you move it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to count that, all right? Yes. I'm going to count that, because the, the goal was to lost. stick it to the watermelon. It stuck to the watermelon. You got it in 20 seconds, so well done, Kevin. You didn't beat Jade, but you still... You technically beat Abby, so. Right. See, here's the fun part about this game. It seems super easy until you try it. So I want to encourage you guys to try this at home. Thank you for joining us for this session of Minute to Win It. We'll see you guys next time. Ha <laughs> ha
Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of What's Good. I'm your host, Abby Wright, and today we will be talking about What's Good. <laughs> I, he was going to say something. I was going to let him talk. Say hi. This is Benjamin once again coming back. He's our little Spider-Man for today, our little mascot. He's so cute. Do you want to say something? Yeah? I don't know if y'all can hear him, but he's talking to y'all. <laughs> the first thing we have today is, if y'all don't know, Chip and Joanna Gaines. They are some amazing people in the kingdom of God, and they have had a show, Fixer Upper, that they stopped for a while, and now... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now they're having another season come out. <gasps> Isn't that exciting? <laughs> he thinks it's very exciting. <laughs> we also had a story come in about a little boy, and he got a bike. Yeah, not you, little boy, but another little boy. <laughs> he had a bike for Christmas. His parents got him a bike, and it got stolen just a week before his birthday. So his local police department came together and bought him a new bike for his birthday. It was really sweet. He was super surprised, and God's just good. It's the little things that really bless people. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Also, we had a family who comes to the church, and they had another surprise check come in the mail. This is at least our second family who's had a surprise check come in the mail. The Lord supplies. He is awesome. <laughs> we also had a family who was unsure of what they were going to do for school this next year, and they prayed, and the Lord told them to apply... <laughs> to apply to this one school. And they applied and they were waiting and waiting to find out if the school accepted them or not. And because they <laughs> because they trust in the Lord, they just found out this week that their son got accepted and now both of their kids get to go to the same school and it's just awesome. When we trust in the Lord, he really provides. <laughs> We also had a lady who goes to our church whose knees got miraculously healed. She was so joyful. It's awesome. And then we had, so if y'all haven't heard, there has been a hurricane in the Atlantic, I'm pretty sure. There's been a hurricane, and because of it, a tornado was caused. And it, we have a family in the church who have some property close by the beach. And that tornado went... <laughs> Yeah, you tell them. <laughs> that tornado was 115 miles per hour, and it went straight over their property, literally right over their property, and they had no damage whatsoever to their property. Praise the Lord. But most importantly, more important than any of this, this week, <laughs> we have had 17 souls come to know the Lord just in this week. Their eternal lives are completely changed. 17 people. That's amazing. <laughs> we want to hear from you. So if you have any good news, any testimonies, 
we want to hear from you. So send them in at whatsright.com and or on our Facebook. You can send us messages on our Facebook and maybe, yeah, maybe it'll be on our next episode of What's Good. This, is there anything you want to say before we go? Yeah. Well, that concludes this episode and we will see you guys next time. Now on to Barrett. As you can tell, we are pretty big fans of baby Ben here around the Lunch Plus studio. Ben is the son of Johnny and Holly. You'll see him commenting a lot on the Lunch Plus uh, program on the What's Right page. And Ben is actually a product of miracle working power. You know, Johnny and Holly, they had a word spoken over them a year over, well over a year ago at this point, in 2018, I believe, that they would have a baby and they stood on that word. They professed that word out of their mouth and they spoke that they would have a baby, that he would be healthy, that he would be a boy. They knew his name, that they were going to call him Ben. And as they spoke and they acted on their faith, God gave them exactly what their heart's desire was. And as you can see, he's pretty much like the cutest little baby boy. He's adorable. He's sweet. He's a blessing of God. And that's what we've been talking about here during times of confession. Confession is putting God's word to work. It's believing the word of God and speaking those things that we believe. You know, speaking those things that maybe we don't see them, but believing that they will come to pass. That's what the shavers did. And now we get the reward of Ben, and he's such a blessing. So today, we're going to wrap up this week with two of our last confessions that we do on a regular basis. And as we pray, you know, it says in Matthew 18, we're going to talk about this today on the broadcast, but in Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, it says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything that you may ask, it shall be done for you by the Father who's in heaven. Well, you're one, I'm your two. And as we pray, we're going to see the Lord move because confession's a type of prayer. So when we pray, we're gonna see the Lord move. You're gonna see him active in your life. So join your voice with mine right now. And as we pray, let's believe together to see the Lord move in our lives. Confession number six. Now join your voice with me. We keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And then confession number seven, the struggle is over in the name of Jesus. For every person watching, I declare that their struggle's over. Whatever that thing has been in their life that has caused them to feel like they're struggling, in Jesus' name, that thing comes to an end today. Today, in the name of Jesus, we keep increasing. We never stop increasing. Your people are designed only to increase. So we keep increasing in wisdom. We keep increasing in maturity and we keep increasing in favor. Lord, I thank you for every person that's watching this broadcast, whether they're live, whether they're in the studio or whether they're watching the replay. In the name of Jesus, I command favor in the eyes of their bosses, favor in the eyes 
eyes of their peers, favor in their coming, favor in their going. Let them be met by surprise acts of favor that demonstrate the favor that they have with you. Lord, I thank you that you're honoring your people today. Your word says that those who honor you, you will honor. So today, for those people who are watching this broadcast, I thank you that you're honoring them because they're honoring you. If you're watching this broadcast, you're honoring the Lord because he led you to it. So Father, I thank you. I thank you that you are honoring your people today. I thank you that the words that are taught during the What's the Word segment, I thank you that they are seeds that are designed to produce life. I thank you, Father, that they will be supernatural keys that will unlock things in the spirit realm that have previously been hidden up until now. But today, I thank you that we see with eyes that understand. I thank you that we hear with ears that hear you and understand what you're saying, eyes that see and perceive, ears that hear. I thank you that every heart that's attached to a viewer watching today, God, I thank you that every heart is softened for the seed of the word to be deeply and firmly rooted and planted inside of them. I thank you, Lord, that the seeds of life produce life, a seed is designed to produce. And I thank you that it produces today. I thank you that we are good soil for the word to be planted into. And I thank you that there is a crop of revelation that rises up right now. Things that have been previously hidden and locked in the scripture is coming open and alive today in your life. Things that you've dreamt to know and understand, the Lord is giving you understanding of it because you keep increasing in that wisdom. I keep increasing in wisdom. And Lord, I thank you for it. God, you're so good. You're so good. Your love is so good. You are a wonderful Lord. You're, what a blessing it is to be your people. What a blessing it is to call upon your name. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, you're just good. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining during this time of confessions. We are so honored to be your second person that's agreeing for the things of God in your life. Now we are going to dive into our segment of dad jokes. And then right after that, we're going to dive into what's the word dad jokes. It's, it's going to be a good one. Paul versus Jade. Who's funnier? You're about to find out. Stick around. And welcome to Dad Joke Battles. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is a special couples edition of Dad Joke Battles because we have Paul and Jade Stallings here. I feel like since studio. I'm the dad, I have the advantage. Oh, because you have more practice with yeah. dad jokes? That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll see if that advantage will actually help <laughs> Paul out. Or if Paul, I, I don't know, like... You both are very laughy people, so we'll see how this works. You laugh at a lot of things and people. So uh, here's how this game goes. All right, we're going to be doing this a little bit differently than we did last time. Uh, what we're going to do today, instead of having cups of water that will splash in each other's face, we have bottles of water that, uh, add, so this is how it's going to go. All right, when Paul is making a joke, <laughs> this is going to be so awful. <laughs> I'm like just picturing it. Jade's going to fill her mouth full of water. And if she does a spit take, or if any water comes out of her mouth, uh, Paul gets a point. Right? That's how this is going to go. 
I am prepared. I just grabbed the towel. <laughs> so Start to cross yourself. I'm just, like, this is, this is my protection cloth here. <laughs> All right. Because I didn't have that last time, and I really wish I did. Because, like, even, even last time, like, whenever, like, the cup of water went in the face, then they would laugh harder. And then all the water that was on their face would come out. All right. So we're, as, as always, ladies are going to go first. All right. So, Paul, fill your mouth full of water. All right. Wait, before you do that, put in the comments who you think is going to win this version of Taste Test Battles. It's going to be best three out of five. All right. Taste Test Battles. Did I just say taste? <laughs> I, the I water guess, doesn't really dad have taste. Joke <laughs> this water tastes like water. No, dad joke battles. Thank you for correcting me. Because we were talking about how I have a hard time. That's a good dad joke. What you did, you threw a joke in there. Yeah. And he did it on purpose. I did. It I, was good. I did it on purpose. Totally. <laughs> All right, Paul, fill your mouth with water. All right, Jade. Are we ready? We? We're ready. Let's All right. Two goldfish are in a tank. <laughs> One says to the other, Do you have to drop this thing? <laughs> One point. <laughs> that was one of the ones I was going to see. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I love that. <laughs> okay. Wait, oh yeah, you're right. Oh wow. You gotta the joke has to at least start. <laughs> I told my girlfriend she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh you had it everywhere. Oh. I tried to inhale it. <laughs> 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 All right, praise God. All right, well, right now it's one to one. <laughs> and there's water everywhere. I'm glad I was prepared this time. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got. <clears throat> yeah. You got water in your beard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Collect myself. <clears throat> Does anyone need an ark? I know a guy. Did <laughs> <laughs> I get to read another one or I just lose that point? You, you lose that point. Oh, Okay. Did you just put that back in? Why do you, why do you just swallow it? <laughs> swallow it. <laughs> swallow it. Ew. It's okay. It's my water. <laughs> he, he wants the next big take to be extra sweet. That's right. <laughs> All right. So right now, right now, remember, Paul has one point. Jade has one point. Paul's about to take two points. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I'm ready. That's not hey. how it works. But okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Spring is here. I got so excited I wet my plants. <laughs> oh, you're trying to hold it back. You're laughing. <clears throat> I contained it. I contained it. That counts. That counts. Well that counts. Well I'm, proud <laughs> I'm proud of you. Move on. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. This is so much fun. All right. Ah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I find I feel like I really like really need to find one that's just gonna get you. Okay. <clears throat> Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? Let me, let me read that. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? <laughs> it's fine. He woke up. <laughs> no. 
feels good. See, when you. Thank you for swallowing that. When you did, when you redid it, hold on, I missed that one. That did not help. All right. All right. All right. Again, it's still one to one. All right. Put in the comments. Who do you think is going to win, Paul or Jade? Because right now we're kind of get hit in the stalemate a little. How does a penguin build its house? It glues it together. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. That's, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm laughing how bad that joke was. That was really bad. It counts Thanks. as two points. <laughs> that, I won't wipe my face. That's, that's not how this game works. <laughs> not how this game works. All right. Horrible. Paul that's has two terrible. points. Jay no. has one point. <laughs> uh, what a fun day. <laughs> also, put, in your, put, it in, put it in the comments. What's your favorite dad joke? Because we need material. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for this? This is going to get you. All right. The Secret Service isn't allowed to yell, get down, if the president's under attack. Now they have to yell, Donald Duck! <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna give this to you. I'll give you I just wanna. <laughs> that, that was. That was. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is probably the class. That's the classic dad joke. That that one knocked Kevin back last week. I'm telling you, like that. Out of all dad jokes, that one's my favorite. <laughs> all right, it's two to two. Next point wins, guys. Next point wins. Okay. And just so you know, this table is mm -hmm. coated in <laughs> saliva water. It's the worst, but it's so worth it. <laughs> All right. What do you call a hippie's wife? Mississippi. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I feel Miss like... Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it at first. It took me like two hours. The best part of dad jokes is like, for like, there's certain people that it just takes them too long to get. Oh man! All right. Well, that's three points for Paul. Two points for Jade. The victory goes to Paul. Well, well done. done. Paul. It's because I'm a dad. Yeah. It comes natural. I'm and it's all about the expression that you you put with the joke, like the mm -hmm. surprised eyebrows. <laughs> you gotta add it. Yeah. You got to throw some flavor on it. You got to have, have confidence in your joke. See the, like, <laughs> or don't why, read it wrong the first time. Like, yeah, that's why are leaves so funny? Because when you squeeze them, they crack up. <laughs> <laughs> You've not heard that one. I have not heard that one. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for this special couples edition of... I almost said taste this bad. Of Dad Joke Battle. Everyone give it up for Paul. Well done, Paul. We'll see you guys next time for Dad Joke Battles. Adios. word with myself and pastor nicole hello she's my favorite 
and we're super excited to have you today. This week we have been talking about it's time to awaken. Right now, take some time, share the broadcast. And if when Jade and Paul watch this episode, Jade, you're such a trooper because your husband literally just spit in your face. So <laughs> good job, Team Jade. Always Team Jade. Octothorpe Jade. Octothorpe Jade. <laughs> If you were able to watch yesterday, you'll know that Pastor Nicole, Abby, and Serena, they talked about it's time to awaken to prayer. And today we are going to be continuing that with it's time to awaken to united prayer. And that may sound like the same thing, um, but it's super different. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want some people who watch and they're like, oh, it's the same. And no, It's very different. It's not. Yesterday we talked about individual personal prayer, which just you know, kind of a quick recap, it is imperative that you have a prayer life, yeah. just an intimate time of fellowship with you and the father who, if you're watching for a first time, I call him Diddy because my lips and tongue do not say daddy without purposefully thinking on it. So if I say Diddy, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the father. You've got to have a personal, intimate connection yeah. with him. You know, I learned who I am. I learned my identity when I learned the identity of the Father. Yep. And you can't do that solely by reading or attending church once no. a week. You've got to have an intimate connection. We likened it to, you know, getting married. When I married my husband, if I only talk to him one day a week, we're yeah. not going to have an intimate connection. We're probably not going to have a good relationship much at all. It's just going to be kind of a check the box. Oh, hey, more of an acquaintance yeah. relationship. You don't want God to be your acquaintance. You want him to abide in you and you to abide in him. Yeah. And the moment when I really connected with the father and got to know who he was, I realized who I am because I'm created in his likeness. Yeah. I, you know, I'm one with the Father. And when I realized who He was, when I realized He is love, and I realized I'm one with Him, suddenly I started liking myself. Yeah. I started realizing I have more power and ability than what I thought. You know, before I, I didn't like myself yeah. growing up before I got saved. I was very, I was probably my harshest critic. And because I was my harshest critic, I was a harsh critic to other people. Yeah. Because I just preemptively assumed they were judging me. So I was going to beat them to the punch, you know. But when I learned through prayer, I got to know God. I got to know who he is because of spending time and fellowshipping with him. Barrett and I can cut up like we did at the greeting. And we have a good relationship because we've spent immeasurable time together Day in, day out, through the good, the bad, the ugly, the cheesy, the corny, you know, all of it. Yeah. If you can imagine it, we've probably experienced it together. Yeah. Well, because of that, she knows what I'm going to say. If she comes for wise counsel or if she comes to share a joke or whatever, she's going to know my response before she even gets to me it's because true. she knows me inside now. Well, imagine God. Yeah. That's why personal prayer time is so important because when you spend that time with him yeah. and you get to know him, then you understand when somebody says, well, <laughs> I just don't know why God's putting this, you know, cancer on me. That's not God. Yeah. Not my God. And you'll find, you know, those of us in, in boomerang leadership, especially because we've dug into the word. Don't come telling us God's done negative because we know God. And we know his goodness. And yeah. so we're, we're bulldogs, kind of defensive 
for him. He's well able to defend himself. But we will stand for the word and we'll stand for God because we've gotten to truly know yeah. he is so far from negative, so far from sickness and disease. He is love. And if he is love and I'm one with him, I am love. If he is everything good and I'm one with him, I'm everything good. Yeah. And so is my sister in Christ. And that's where today's message comes in, corporate prayer, because every person has different giftings, yep. different callings in the body of Christ. And it's, you know, Barrett is over our prayer leader. And I realize I'm talking a little bit much right now, not letting her say a whole lot. She'll get her time. But she's over <laughs> prayer. <laughs> she's She'll over deal. prayer at church. So it's kind of like, I'm backing her without her having to say, you need to do this. But <laughs> so, I promise you'll hear from Barrett. You go for it. But, <laughs> I'll just listen. Amen. Preach every, it. Every morning, Barrett is here. Barrett and her husband, George, are here every morning at 6 a.m. for corporate prayer. Well, why is that important? Because the same way I learned my identity in Christ, I understand I am not all in all. That means if I'm the thumb of the body, then there's going to be other fingers. There's going to be a wrist. There's going to be a forearm. There's going to be an elbow, you know, a bicep, a shoulder, a neck. Like everything connects, yes. but the neck cannot pick up my taco and put it in my mouth. But my fingers can't chew my taco. Tacos are very important in this house. <laughs> Everybody is needed. Every joint supplies. And, you know, I had written down, just as personal prayer grows us closer to God, corporate united prayer grows us closer to the body of God. And she's a member of the body. I need her just as much as she needs me. Mm -hmm. And when we come together in yeah. corporate prayer, we get a more full image of yeah our Father in heaven. We yeah. get a fuller image of God and how He operates and how He talks and yeah. what He says. You know, that's like this morning you and I were watching Pastor Brian. He's in Texas right now. But this morning he did a live um, service on, uh, well, he did it on internet. Facebook, and, YouTube, you can go back and watch it. Yeah, he did it on all those. And I think Periscope too. But he was preaching to the Philippines and to Africa and to America and glory to God that the body can come together through the internet. And through that, he gave a word of knowledge. He gave, or he gave a word of prophecy mm -hmm. that, you know, for 2020, mm -hmm. much like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah. I may have jacked them names up, but love me anyways. He gave a word that just as they came out of the fiery furnace without a stench of smoke, we will come through 2020 without a stench of smoke and with our testimony being so good that it will cause those around us yeah. to glorify God. Well, if we don't join together with the body, we wouldn't have heard that word. And maybe, you know, today may be a great day, but Wednesday may be a day full of opportunities, full of, you know, fiery darts coming at us. Well, because God gave us that anointed prophetic word, yeah. we know, and yes, we know it through the word, but it is so important to have it confirmed time and again and to see it time and again because it keeps it on the forefront of our minds. It keeps it on the forefront of our heart. 
So when we hear things like that through corporate united prayer, it keeps it right there. So when the fiery darts come, like, ah, no, no, because he said we are going to get through this year without the stench of smoke. Yeah. And so that's why I encourage you, if you're in Albemarle, get to Boomerang Church at 6 a.m. and join us for corporate prayer. It's not a boomerang thing. It's a body of Christ thing. Yeah. So let's jump in to um, what we need with corporate prayer. Well, real quick before yeah. we go, you were talking about um, how pastor, again, go back and watch it. Mm -hmm. um, it was done at eight this morning. So what stuck out to me and was something I've heard a lot Corporate prayer has not always been something, not in, I'm not talking about this house, but just as a whole. It's not always been something I've esteemed. Yeah. It's kind of like how you'll talk about when you first got saved and you'd go to services and you're like, will you stop singing songs now? Like, got it. Great. Hallelujah. <laughs> Prayer's kind of been the same way because a lot of times, like if you go to special services, mm -hmm. the pastor's not always the one often isn't the one leading the prayer. There's yes. somebody else called to lead it. Yes. And so it's something that isn't always esteemed because it's like, well, the pastor's not doing it. So go to this morning, pastor's praying and he's prophetically releasing it. And on Monday on this broadcast, we, it wasn't the same. I'm not saying we were prophesying, but as he talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and yeah. being, having the fourth man in the middle, he's talking. I'm like, that's the same Holy Spirit that was here Monday that's talking. I haven't talked to pastor, like, right. other than do these things, like, that <laughs> need to get done him to me, not me to him. But it, it just stuck out to me because so often we just discredit prayer as, pastor's not here, so I don't need to be there. Like, yeah. pastor's not praying, somebody else will pray, and it'll be fine. But it's the same Holy Spirit's in me, and is in you, and is in yep. pastor, and is in Marky, and Abigail, and Becca, and Hall, everybody who's in the room right now. Yeah. It's in you. That same Holy Spirit will talk to you and he'll flow through you. And he wants to do that. Corporate prayer is people coming together in every joint supplying. Exactly what Pastor Nicole was just saying. It's Ephesians 4, 16 that says, from whom the whole body, Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Mm -hmm. it, every part of the body has a supply. Yes. And if you're not there, I'm going to have to do twice as much work because you're not there. Or you may completely miss out I on something. I may completely miss out. Because, you know, yes, we can do all things in Christ, but I have a supply yep. that Barrett doesn't have. Yep. Abigail has a supply that I don't have. Yep. Holly has a supply that Abigail doesn't have. You know, and here's the same thing. Men, you have a supply that women don't have. For sure. We need bold, anointed men. And, you know, glass house, sidebar, you know, chasing the squirrel, whatever. The reason the American family right now has gone off the rails is because men haven't stood up and yeah. been anointed men of God. And men haven't gotten on their knees yeah. and been anointed men of God. Men, get your hind ends here at 6 a.m. for corporate prayer. We need you. Yeah. Your family needs you. Yeah. America needs you. Yeah. And I'm speaking every country that's watching. Men, lead your family. Yeah. 
Every joint supplies. A woman is not called to do what a man is called to do. I'm not saying she can or can't. I'm saying she's not called to. Yep. And here's the thing. If you were sitting there like I used to sit there, I was very shy, very much an introvert, wanted to stay by myself in my prayer closet and pray. And I could, you know, me and God have a personal relationship. Do not come to me and tell me I'm I'm real close with the big man upstairs. I got a good relationship with the big man upstairs. You don't if you call Woo, him the big man upstairs. Dog. <laughs> you don't have a good relationship with God if you call him the big man upstairs because you don't know enough about honor and esteem to shake a stick at. Nope. So, sidebar. I love when you're here. <laughs> but, you know, when I was like that, I didn't want to participate in corporate prayer. Yeah. And the truth of the matter was I was intimidated and I was so insecure in myself yeah. that I didn't want to plug in. And so I'm telling you right now, if that is where you are today, I want you to look in the mirror and tell yourself, my God is bigger. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Nicole when I come to corporate prayer. It has everything to do with me submitting myself to God and allowing Holy Spirit to speak through me. Yeah. You see, when we join together for corporate prayer, if I'm operating as I should, it's not me speaking. It's not me supplying. It's me being a voice box yeah. and allowing God to speak through me yeah. and use me. And what an honor it is that I can help to shape the world and change the world by opening up my lips. Yeah. The world is missing something if you are not plugged in to a corporate prayer, a united prayer. God needs you. If it was all about you, the moment you committed to him, you'd have been gone. He'd have taken you up. But yeah. it's not all about you. Yeah. He has a supply that he wants to flow through you. Yeah. Pastor says often God can't and doesn't do anything unless a man prays. That's it. Like God, we are created here on the earth. We're created in the image and likeness of God. And God creates things by speaking. You know, Holy mm. Spirit's hovering of, on the foundations of the earth as and, and the Lord spoke and the foundations were created. The waters came. The animals were flooded. God spoke and it was done. Well, the earth has been given to the sons of men. We have authority over the earth. And in order to see those things that we want to see accomplished, then we've got to speak them out. So prayer, like it, we talked about it yesterday. You can go back and watch it. Like prayer is a non-negotiable. We need to pray. We have mandates to pray. Pray at all times. Pray without ceasing. Pray with all supplication and prayer. Bring it to the Father. Like these are scriptures. It's not even an, an argument. However, it tells us in the word that there's a power that comes from a united prayer. You know, I was talking um, the other day to somebody. There's a power that comes in agreement. In, yep. in Matthew 18, the verses that I just read, Matthew 18, verses 19 and 20, where two or more are gathered, the Lord is there in the midst of them. And whenever we ask the Father, it shall be done. Like that scripture there's power that's in unity. Psalm 133. How blessed are they that dwell together in unity. For there, that's where God commands the blessing. There's a commanded blessing on unity. 
And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much always in unity with myself. Like I get along quite well with myself most of the time, <laughs> but there's a power that comes when I go to pastor Nicole and say, I need you to agree with me. Yeah. When George and I then go to pastors and say, we need you to believe with us. We want your agreement with these things because then it's not just George and I, it's our pastors. And there's a power that's released in that. And there's evidence all through the, oh, I'm sure we'll get to it, but there's evidence all through the word of in a united prayer, then the power of God is released because God commands the blessing. Pastor says often that there's a difference between an available released blessing and a commanded blessing. Like Pastor Nicole can have on the table something for Luke to eat. She's like, okay, you can have all this food, eat what you want. Like this is all for you. And then it's a totally different ballgame when she's like, Luke, eat the broccoli. <laughs> There's a different authority on it. God has prepared so much for yeah. us that we can partake in, but in unity, he's going to command a blessing and you can't stop a command of God. So when the body will come together and humble themselves and pray, repent for their wicked ways, then we will hear from heaven. Yes. Then the Lord can shake the nation. Then the Lord can shake the world. But it comes in a unity. God has never designed us to be alone. We are designed to fellowship together. Yes. We fit together, not separately. And together is where that united blessing can flow. Yeah, well, you know, and I think of Hebrews ten twenty five, where it says, forsake not the assembling yep. together. You are not called to be an island unto yourself. We're, this, we're not a silo yeah. entity. We are a body. Yeah. That means we are together as one. If you cut off the head from the body, the body dies. Yep. If you cut off a part of the body, it doesn't function in fullness. Forsake not the assembling together. That means yeah. come together in unity. Yeah. You know, what happens when we come together? The church is birthed. That's what com what happens. Yeah. When we, when we come together in prayer, this church was birthed. And that's how it continues. You know, in Acts, it talks about Acts one fourteen. They all join together yep. constantly yes. in prayer. Yep. You know, we just got done with a um, an all-night prayer service. And we usually try to do that a couple of times a year now. But if that's the only time we come together, that's not unity. Right. This says constantly. That means repetitious, regular repetition. This is why we do Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. prayer. Yeah. They all join together constantly in prayer along with the women. So right here, men, this is what I'm talking about. It was assumed that the men were there leading the way. But it says also the women. Women, don't undermine yourself. You are called to be a supplying joint. Along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. You go on to Acts 2.42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of yeah. bread and to prayer. Yeah. It all went together. Yep. There was teaching there was fellowship. Yep. There was breaking bread together, yeah. which is a whole nother thing. But when church is over, don't just cut and run. Fellowship. Go out to eat with them. And then prayer. Yeah. United corporate prayer. Yeah. And then Acts 4.31, after they prayed, yep. here's, the, here's the power yep. of united prayer. After they prayed, 
the place they were meeting yeah. was shaken and they were all oh. filled with the Holy Ghost yep. and spoke the word of God yeah. boldly. You know, what did it take for me to get out of my intimidation and my shyness and introvertedness? It took corporate prayer. Yeah. You know, I remember when I first started going to corporate prayer back before Abigail was born and she's 18 now. So, I mean, this is 19, 20 years ago. We started going to corporate prayer every week and it was not comfortable to my flesh. Yeah. But when I walked out of there, man, my spirit felt so alive. Yeah. It's like I had been holding my breath and then I finally took a fresh breath. Yeah. It was so much a part of me. We said it yesterday. Prayer should be as as natural to us as breathing. Yeah. Prayer should be as natural to our spirit, man. I get it may not be comfortable to your flesh. Yeah. But you submit the flesh and you let the spirit man reign. Prayer should be so much a part of your spirit, man, just as breathing is yeah. to your natural fleshly man. Amen. And when that happens, it said all. Imagine if they didn't come together in unity. Yeah. They all stayed in their prayer closets. Well, we'll pray at 6 a.m. Everybody pray at 6 a.m. in your prayer closet. That's not what we're called to do. That's not unified prayer. Maybe unified time. And yes, there is a place for that. Sure. There is a time for that. Sure. But we're talking today about unified corporate prayer. Yep. That means coming together. Yep. And because these men and women came together in one place, devoted themselves to prayer, they were all filled and spoke boldly. The reason we can come on here and speak boldly to you is because we have esteemed corporate prayer. Yeah, you know, I... A lot of who I am right now that y'all are able to see on camera has come out of times of corporate prayer. When we did our very first all night from 10 to 6 in the morning prayer, there were all of a sudden giftings unlocked mm -hmm. inside of me and stuff started like going off rapid fire. Not because I'd done anything special. I came and I esteemed my Lord and he just started becoming so real. You know, one of the things that I was, I was thinking on this morning after leaving 6am prayer, obviously this word is living and it produces life. I, I'm not under esteeming this, but what I was talking to the Lord about is imagine like you've seen my husband, George, he's wonderful. Imagine if all I ever did of knowing George was just read about him. Yeah. You know, it was just pick up George's journal. He doesn't have one, but pick up George's <laughs> journal and just start reading like him. I'm just imagining him coming on later and be like, I don't have a journal. I don't have a journal. <laughs> but you know, like reading him talking about his day and what he thinks and how he feels. I know about him, but if all I ever mm -hmm. did was read about him and hear about him from other people and never spent time with him, I'd never get to know him. Mm -hmm. But George is also, there's a different side of George. You know, there's a one-on-one -on -one side with George that's special and nobody else gets to see that except for me. Like that's reserved for me. But then George in a group, <laughs> it's so fun. Like I love watching George with other people because he's so funny with other people. It's a different side yes. of who he is. You know, there are different facets to God. So you may have a wonderful personal intimate relationship with him. You may pray all the time personally at home, but there's a different side of your Lord that's waiting for you to 
discover in corporate settings, in worship services, in prayer services specifically, because there's, a, there's different things he's looking to do all the time. There's just other sides of him. You know, yeah. I, was, I was listening this morning. I, I just heard it, so I, I don't want to get all the details wrong. I'm not going to go into a ton of it. But I was reading a book called... Um, Honor, there's another word, but basically it's honor by, by John Bevere. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about corporate prayer this morning. I'm like, shocking oh, all. That's super fun. Like his Holy Spirit <laughs> or something. But he's talking about how in, I think it was the 90s in Nigeria, there was this like, um, I, don't know, I don't know if they have a prime minister, whoever the ruler of the nation is basically. Top dog. Top dog. He, he was really oppressive, like embezzled mm-hmm. things, like just not good at all. And there was a massive prayer meeting with Bishop David Oyedepo, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor E.A. Adeboye, and I don't remember the other man's name. I don't remember off the top of my head. I've only heard the story once. But basically, their three ministries are coming together and praying, and the Lord released a prophetic word yeah. through this other man. And he said, in three months' time, he'll be dead if he doesn't repent. Yeah. And so the, min- like the, the top dog heard about it, and basically didn't repent for it they come back together they're praying for their nation like this man had shut down the gospel being preached in a lot of different places and so three months had passed i think almost to the day the next day would have been three months and i don't i don't remember which of these mighty men said it but they they spoke out that um basically that the man was going to die. Yeah. He died the next day. Yeah. And they said there will be dancing in the streets. And the news reports from that day said that people came out in their streets and were dancing. Okay, well, so that's powerful enough. But listening to it, this man had shut Reinhard Bonnke out of the country. Ooh. Like, he, was, he wasn't allowed in. And the next person who was elected was a believer. Yeah. And he opened the country back up to Reinhard Bonnke, invited Reinhard Bonnke to be there at his inauguration. And immediately after was when Reinhard started doing his crusades. Mm-hmm. And over 40 million people came mm. into the kingdom from that time. I think the population of that country alone is 120 million because of this prayer service, because the anointed, the anointing came upon these men and they were all unified in one place together. The Lord changed the situation, opened the country back up to the goodness of God. Over a third of the population of that nation from this one ministry alone, Reinhard Bonnke, the entire third of that nation came to know Christ excluding Bishop David's people, right. Pastor E.A. Boye's people, this other ministry. Like, we're talking a third of the nation got saved in a few years' period of time because churches came together to yeah. pray. America, Pastor Nicole prayed it during our all-night prayer that we had. America's not too far gone. American Christians need to get up off their butts and come together and see the power of God released. Yeah. We have an anti Christ agenda that has been set up against the country and it's gonna prosper until the church rises up in the authority that they're called to rise up in and pray yes we've gotta pray we have an election coming up in less than 90 days where's the praying church where are the ministers of the gospel that can 
carry the power of God and pray and see things happen. That's you. That's it's it. time to pray. That's it's it. time to come together and pray and see the Lord shake the foundations of this earth. There's a shaking that's happening and we're called to be a part of it. We're called to sift people and to see the Lord's hand upon our government. I want the story to be told that in this year, in this country, the Lord was welcomed back in and all of a sudden a third of the population yeah. came to know him. I want that to be America. It's not just for Africa. It's for here. At Bishop David's church, they have lines out the door starting at like three in the morning to come to a 6 a.m. worship service. They honor the Lord. That's not just for Africa. That's for here. There should be a line packed out the door for 6 a.m. prayer. Yeah. Because we honor the things of God. And because we know that he moves through us mightily when we assemble together in his name, it blesses him. It talks about, you know, in the New Testament, when it talks about corporate prayer, you know, back the original Greek word, uh, basically what it's saying is a coming together and participating yeah. in. And what it talks about is our job is to come together and to take the realities of God out of the theoretical and pray them into yeah. a full manifestation. Yeah. God says, you know, he tells, when Jesus tells us how to pray, he says, we are to pray. We are to put words to, Lord, yeah. your kingdom come yeah. on earth as it is in heaven. We Amen. are to come together and pray that out. And Barrett mentioned it before. She referenced it before. But in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, we can find corporate forgiveness yeah. when we come together in corporate prayer. Yeah. You know, it says, if my people, it didn't say if my child, it says if my people, that means multiple, that means a body, yeah. that means unified corporate yeah. people. If my people who are called by my name. Are you called? Yes. If you're a child of God, you're called. Yeah. You're not waiting for him to tell you what's going on. I'm telling you now, it's in the word. If you are a child of God, if you've made him your Lord and Savior, you're a child, you're called. Yeah. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, again, themselves, group, Yep. Pray, seek, crave, and require of necessity. This is the amplified. My face. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will. That's an affirmative word. Yeah. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Y'all, yeah. as we're starting to wrap up today, I'm going to tell you what. If you, I don't care if you are in America, Timbuktu, or the far reaches of the world that nobody knows exist. This world needs Jesus. Yeah. If you were sitting there, what was it? Ah, uh, I, I wrote down something. Um, Bill Johnson was speaking the other day, and he made a statement. And boy, it just jumped out at me. What uh, don't go anywhere? Don't go anywhere because I, I want to make sure that I quote it in the right way. About what but you're I don't know. I don't know what I wrote it. But he basically said, 
if you're if you get more input from social media yeah. than the word of God, your discouragement is self-imposed. Yep. If we as children of God get more input yeah. from what the governments, the news, yeah. and our peers tell us to believe than we do the word of God. Yeah. It is our fault yep. that this world looks the way it looks. Yep. If you have not been on your knees, if I have not been on my knees in unified corporate prayer for this world, I am to blame yeah. for what's going on. 100%. We can't blame sinners for sinning. Sinners yeah. sin. It's what they do. But do prayers pray? Yeah. Do believers believe? Yeah. Do ambassadors of God proclaim yeah. the will of God to be done? That's what we are to do. That's what we are to do in unified prayer is to come together, operate together as one, arm in arm, hand in hand, the fullness of the body, the feet taking my arms where my arms cannot go and proclaiming yeah. the goodness of God to be. Yeah. When we come together as the body of Christ, on our knees, humbling ourselves and say, Lord, take me and purify me with your fire. Less of me, more of you. Yes. Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit and fire so I can take you to this world. Yeah. Lord, I repent for my wicked ways. I repent for the ways of my town, for my family, for, my, for the people around me, Lord. I ask forgiveness for them. Lord, we seek your face. We must have your face. In, in, in uh, the Amplified, what I was saying is, it says pray, seek, crave, yeah. and require of necessity. Yeah. You know, so many people... We talk about doing 40-day fast. People are like, oh, my stars. I can't do that. I've got to eat. Look, if I don't eat, I get hangry. What about Jesus? Yeah. Do you partake of him? What happens if you don't pray? Does it have that much of a tangible effect on who right. you are? If food affects you more the absence or presence of food affects you more than the absence or presence of the Lord God Almighty, hit your knees now. Yeah. If the presence or absence of food affects you more than the presence or absence of God, you don't know God. Yep. Because if you understood the reality of who God is, yeah. you would crave Him so much You'd skip meals just to have a moment with him. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was dating my husband, I'd run out of the, my classroom just to go calling for 90 seconds. Hey, what are you doing? Okay, I'll see you later tonight. I just needed to hear his voice. I hungered for him. I craved him because I was consumed with thoughts of him. Do we do that with God? Do we run to the bathroom, you know, in the middle of our work day just to turn on a preaching that we want to hear? Right. Or just to get a word of God from the Bible. You know, scripture pops up into our spirit. And it's like, Lord, let me go look that up. And we're sneaking in the bathroom just so we can see what this word of God says. Yeah. Because we crave him like that. Do we arrange our schedule going to bed on time so that we can be at corporate prayer? Or giving up our lunch hour so that we can come feast on his word and his prayer. Yeah. When we know God, we will crave him like that. And when we crave him like that and we seek him like that, 
this world will be changed. Yeah. It's not just America that's too far gone. The earth, this world will be changed. Amen. When united believers come together and put a demand on the word of God and say, Lord, we're standing on your word. Yeah. We're declaring your word to be. Your will will be done yeah. on earth Amen. as it is in heaven because we refuse to let anything less yes. than your divine will happen. When the body of Christ comes together in unity like yeah. that, when you hunger for real change yeah. more than you want your comforts, you'll see this nation saved. Amen. Amen. That's all I got to say about that. Said her piece and counted to three. One, two, three. <laughs> it's, you know, we're just past one o'clock and we try to wrap up so you can, we try to esteem your time. Yeah. I mean, we do esteem your time, but we esteem God more. Um, but we've got to understand, we've got to be people devoted to prayer. You see that word multiple times in the Bible. It's 10 times in the New Testament. The word devoted is 10 times in the New Testament. And six of those times it's used to describe Christians coming together in prayer. Yeah. Christians devoted to prayer. To be devoted is to be set apart. To be devoted is to be in a particular habit yep. or pattern of prayer that frequently draws you away from regular life. Yes. And draws you to your secret place or to the body. Yes. Unifying together. Are you devoted today? You may not have been devoted when we started this. But I'm inviting you today to become a child of God. Devoted to seeing his will done. Yeah. To devoted to unifying yourself with the body of Christ. That will mean sometimes you're in your prayer closet. But that will mean more times than you probably, your flesh is comfortable with coming together with the body of Christ. So right now, make the decision. I will be yeah. devoted to prayer. Because let me ask you this. You know, I think about how my flesh used to be coming together with people and it was not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with where the world is today. Yeah. I am not comfortable with a governor shutting down small businesses, people losing their jobs and their livelihoods because Christians have bowed their knees to something that is named. And the word of God tells you in Deuteronomy, be it named or unnamed, it is under the curse. We are a part of the blessing. I'm not comfortable with my child needing to wear a mask to go to school. I am not comfortable with people in fear left and right. I'm not comfortable with governors in California saying that people can't sing praises to God Almighty. Yeah. They can't even worship God in their home. I'm not comfortable with any of that. Yeah. Don't tell me what you're comfortable doing. God is not comfortable with watching people die right. that Jesus came to save. You right. want to talk about comfort? Let's talk about those burning in hell because the body of Christ has not been who we're called to be. Right. It's time right now that we choose to put forth our devotion and our heart so that God can be comfortable when he looks down on this world and says, my people are about my business. Right. And when my people are about my business, I, God, am about their business. Yeah. 
Today, we will be people devoted to prayer. Amen. Make that commitment today. Pray with me. Say, Lord, Lord, today, today, I put you on the throne I of my put life. You on the throne of my life, Jesus. Jesus, you call the shots. You call the shots, and I obey. I obey. I commit my life to you. I commit my life to you. I make you my Lord. I make you my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. I don't just receive salvation. I don't just receive salvation. I make you my Lord. I make you my Lord. That means whatever you say. That means whatever you say. I do. I do. I am devoted. I am devoted. To your commandments. To your commandments. You have commanded me to pray. You've commanded me to pray. From this day forward. From this day forward. I am. I am. A person of prayer. A person of prayer. Lord, I thank you today. Lord, I thank you today. That we are devoted I'm to devoted prayer. devoted to prayer. I, Lord, am devoted to prayer yeah. today. Lord, we repent for not being people devoted to prayer before today. Yeah. But Lord, we repent. Today, we look only at you. Yes. You tell us in 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Yes. Praise be to God who always leads always. us to triumph. Lord, I'm led to triumph because I follow you. Yeah. Lord, you tell us in Jeremiah that you have good plans for us. Yeah. And if we want to see those good plans come to pass, that means we need to hear your word, obey your word willingly and obediently yeah. lord today we do that thank you we Father. hear your word to yes. be people who never cease praying yes we lord commit and devote ourselves you, to praying today i declare lord that the reason thank we you, will Father. come out of 2020 not smelling of smoke mm -hmm. is because we are people devoted to yeah. prayer lord help us to hunger all good and perfect things come from you father thank i pray you, right now Fill us with a Thank hunger. You, you tell us that those who hunger and thirst Thank shall you, be filled. It shall be quenched. But Lord, I pray that as you fill us, we hunger yes, again. Yes. Lord, I pray because we have tasted your goodness. We hunger for you day after day after day. We cannot get enough of you because we've tasted the goodness of who you are in our lives. Lord, fill us with your hunger. Fill us with your fire. And Father, your word tells us that because you are the good Father, when we ask, we shall receive. So Father, we thank you right now. I thank you, Lord, that I am filled with an eternal hunger and fire for you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that I will not cease praying. I will not cease putting your word forth and declaring your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will shall be done because a unified body of Christ comes together in prayer. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we want to invite you to give. We do, we do this every day because we esteem it, not because we need anything. Yeah. God is our source, not you. However, God does say you reap what you sow. And yeah, you know, I think about it like when I take my kids to Taco Bell, when I take my kids to Taco Bell, I don't just pull up and say, hey, you know, Rachel wants the number seven with a sweet tea. Thank you. Have a good day. I don't get my food and speed off. Right. I pay them. Right. Well, you're not going to find, and I don't care if you're going to, where's a, a ritzy place? Swanky. Ruth's Chris. I don't care if you go to some swanky place like Ruth's Chris 
and get yourself a hundred dollar steak with you know all kinds of sides and fixings and mm, finger looking good you won't find a finer feast than the Word of God truth that gives you the nourishment that you need so will we pay for our fast food meal right that we are partially nourished by <laughs> but not pay for the feast that God has presented before us right. each day this is why we give you the opportunity to sow. Yes. Because that which you honor and esteem, you will receive from. You know, the things that you esteem the most, you get the most enjoyment out of. Yeah. The most fulfillment out of. So if you have leading today to sow into God for the word and the feast that he just gave you, you're welcome to do it. Yeah. If y'all will put up, oh, I think it's up there. Um, GiveBC.org. You can do on Facebook. Hashtag donate. What am I forgetting? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing, honey. That Nothing. used to be a cereal. Do they still make that? I don't know what you're talking about. That used to be a cereal. Nothing, honey. Sure. If you feel led <laughs> today to sow into God for the word that he has provided you today, then sow into God. Um, and so... As little or as big as he leads, no more, no less. Yeah. All we ever ask is your obedience to the word of God. Yeah. So we thank you for it. Why don't you pray over the offering today and then we're going to close out. Amen. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you, God, that you've given us such an easy tool to use. Yes. Thank you, Father, that money is nothing except for a tool and a seed. Yes. And the seed that are the seeds that are planted today, Lord, we just ask right now in the name of Jesus that every seed is blessed. We thank you, Father. We receive it on behalf of you. We don't receive it on behalf of ourselves. We receive it on behalf of you. And we commit that every seed that's sown today, we will put it to use for the kingdom. We will do exactly what you've called us to do with each seed, Lord. We receive it and we're honored by them. But Lord, our heart is for the giver. We ask that the giver be blessed. We ask that they be blessed abundantly in the name of Jesus. Let them receive 30, 60, 100 fold return off of the seed sown with the expectation that they have sown this seed in. Let them be not only met, but above their yes, expectation, you, God. Let it be returned back to them. Thank you, God, Father. thank you. Thank you for every giver. Thank you for turning yeah. us into cheerful, willing, obedient givers. And thank you that we always have seed. If we're a sower, you provide the seed. So Lord, today, we just thank you for it. Thank you for the men and women who are committing to live for you in all that they say, all that they do. Yes. Thank you that finances are just the basic. It's like, it's fine. It's Bible 101. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that as men and women, as they sow, as you've laid on their heart, I ask Lord that you start to unlock the deeper things, start to unlock the greater things. God show as they've proven themselves to be faithful with what's in their hand. May you give them more. May you increase them further. We thank you for it. We love you and we love, we just love being in your presence. Yes. We thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for showing us how we can be in deeper fellowship with you and have just an even stronger relationship with you, God. Thank you for showing us how we can change this world. We can change this world because you live. Yes. Because Jesus lives we have power that's available to us. Lord, we commit to being your hands and feet here on the earth. 
until your son returns or until you call us home, Lord. We live for you in all that we say and all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. We are so glad that you joined us today and we just pray blessings on your day and on your weekend. Yeah. And if you're re-watching this on a Tuesday, then we pray blessings on the rest of your week. Amen. We love you. Have an awesome, fantabulous Friday and a fantastic weekend. And we'll see and you back Monday. Make sure <laughs> that you go to your church on Sunday. If you don't have a church and you're in or around the Appomattox area, you're more than, more than invited to come try out Boomerang and see if that's where God's planning you to be. Don't stay if he's not planting you here. Amen. But come and see. Join us. And we love you. And we will be praying for you. Yeah. And see you again on Monday. And on Sunday, we have corporate prayer here. Yes. It's not at 6 a.m. It's at 8.15. So if you are a part of Boomerang or if you feel the Lord drawing you to be here, corporate prayer on Sunday is at 8.15. And then we kick up corporate prayer again every weekday at 6 a.m. But then at 11.45 this coming Monday, we're going to be back for a fresh new week of Lunch Plus. And we will have Buddy and Pastor Brian back in the studio with us. It's going to be great and exciting. Make sure you tune in for it and we love you we'll see you next week have a good weekend bye